Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the book of Ephesians. We're in the fourth chapter. Uh, remember, the first three chapters show us who we are in the Lord, show us who He is, so many things that we learn about uh, salvation, about what the Lord has done for us. <clears throat> the last three chapters show us how to live this out. And so I would really encourage you to go back and read through those first three chapters again, okay? And just read this book over and over and over and over again uh, for the balance of your life. <laughs> I'm quite serious. There's so much here. In the last episode, we covered the first three verses of the fourth chapter. And so I want to go back and read those again because it sets us up and continues on in the next three verses after this, uh, showing who we are as the body. So the first word, uh, the first verse, Ephesians 4, is therefore. In light of everything we've seen in the first three chapters, therefore I, the prisoner of the Lord, and this is Paul speaking, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called. We're going to see some more about that calling in just a moment. We're to walk in a worthy manner. Verse 2, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love. And so that means we're to be forbearing with one another. We're to bear with one another. Uh, the lexum is just very forthright. It says putting up with one another in love. And folks, again, that isn't the type of thing to where you're going, well, you know, I got to love them in the Lord, but I don't like them. No, 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 not at all. Uh, that that putting up nearly has a negative connotation in the way that we use it. The bearing, the forbearing, this type of thing. The bottom line is this. There are things which are just not that important and that significant, okay? Again, it doesn't matter what color the carpet is. Most of the things that we get in uh, arguments and division over it simply don't matter. And we need to forbear one another, to encourage one another, to love one another. And he tells us just forthrightly uh, to walk in humility and gentleness and patience and forbearance. Then verse 3, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. And as we close in the last episode, this is a major thing right here, <clears throat> that we're diligent in this, not diligent in attaining the unity of the Spirit, because if you're a true believer, by definition, you are unified in the Spirit. <clears throat> but what he's saying is that we're going to be diligent to preserve it, to maintain the unity, because the unity is there, is granted by God. Why? Because of what it says in verse 4. Now listen to this. Verse 4, 5, and 6, all one verse. See if you can tell me what the key word is by the time we get done, okay? Verse 4. There is one body and one spirit, just as also you were called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. <laughs> yeah, so you caught the uh, word there, right? The word one, which I didn't even count. I don't even know how many times it appears in these three verses right here. That he's emphasizing that we are one in the Lord. Now, he's been talking about this since previous chapters here. How the Jew 
and the Gentile are one in the faith. Okay, We are one. There's not a Jewish belief in Messiah. There's not a Gentile belief in Messiah. And it is a wondrous mystery of Christ. But notice what he says here. We're one body and one spirit. And this comes out of the conversation of how we need to be walking according to the calling that we've been called with. That calling is the calling of oneness. We are one in Christ. We are one with Christ. And so because of that, we must walk in humility and gentleness and patience and forbearance and diligence in preserving that unity. Why? Because we're one. There's one body and there's one spirit. There's not a portion of the spirit for this portion of mankind and another portion of the spirit for another part of mankind. No, it's one spirit. And then he says, just as also you were called in one hope of your calling. So that we see called again. I just see it reiterated three times in this, these few verses here. Okay? That we're called in one hope. There's not a multitude of hopes. There's not a multitude of ways. There's one way. There's one calling. Well, what is that one way and that one calling? Verse 5 told us, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. See, there's no other way to be reconciled unto Father except through Jesus Christ. He is the only way. He actually says that. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man shall come to the Father except through me, right? So there's one Lord. If the Lord is one, then those of us who are his body, the one body, are by definition, folks, one. There's one faith. There's one baptism. In other words, there's one baptism into that faith, not a multitude's way. Then verse 6, there's one God and Father of all. Okay, There's only one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. Now, because of this, we realize that we as a body are one in the Lord. Now, does that mean that we always act the same way, behave the same way? Oh, no, 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 no. As a matter of fact, he's going to build upon this, and he's going to show how the body functions together and that we function because we're gifted in various ways by the Holy Spirit. And it goes back to the calling and the, and the exhortation and the imploring that he's given that we would walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which we've been called. Otherwise, we will not manifest what he wants us to manifest as his kingdom imagers here on the earth in this life. So where does that leave us? Well, look at the overall thing. We are to walk in humility and gentleness and patience and tolerance for one another. And we're to be diligent to preserve the unity, the oneness of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Why? Because, folks, we are one. There's one body. There's one Spirit. There's one hope of our calling. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God the Father who is over all and through all and in all. That is wild right there. This isn't speaking of pantheism, um, which is the idea that God is in everything and everything is God. No, it's saying that he's over everything. He's through everything and in everything. Father is over all. We are one, folks, and because of that, uh, there is power that the Lord has released in and through us individually and in and through us as a group that goes beyond anything that we could hope to imagine for. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me, and I'll see you next time.